0: All right, I'll do. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG.
1: I'm Stuart Vonnie. I'm Martha McCallum. I'm Jason Chaffetz, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Monday, May 16th, 2022. I'm Eben Brown. Finland, famously since World War II, had been living its national political life as neutral, aligned neither with its Western or European cultural relatives, nor with its neighbor Russia. But in light of Putin's war... That dynamic is about to change, and quickly.
0: Finland's resolve has always been strong. They've lived for generations, if not centuries, in a very unsettled political dynamic. And the people there, as we've seen the people in Ukraine, are probably hardened and resolved to do the right thing to maintain the integrity of their country.
1: This is the Fox News Rundown War on Ukraine. Russia's war against Ukraine is further cementing its country's longtime leader, Vladimir Putin, as the archetypal Eastern world villain bent on domination and destruction. Conversely, many have cast Ukraine's freshman president, Volodymyr Zelensky, as a princely hero, but there's more to the both of them, and that's coloring perceptions on how and why this war is being fought.
0: This is one of the biggest changes to Europe's security architecture for decades. It reflects um, a very significant shift in public opinion in the Nordic region.
1: Rebecca Koffler was born and raised partially in Russia. She's now an American citizen and a former officer with the U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency. She's the author of Putin's Playbook, Russia's Secret Plan to Defeat America, And has written the foreword to a new book, Zelensky, the Unlikely Ukrainian Hero. Koffler is also now president of Doctrine Strategy and Consulting.
0: And in uh, Finland in particular, as uh, we know, Finland was part of the Russian Empire for a long time and fought to maintain its independence from the Soviet Union during the Second World War we have to appreciate that it has an 810 mile border with russia and uh, it's basically a, a, a open border no mountains or rivers or anything uh, so they feel quite vulnerable over over time to uh, military or other other Uh, uh, other provocations from Russia. So Finland has this unique geographic uh, situation whereby it's had to live with a neighbor over the centuries, at times uh, part of its empire and at other times definitively not, specifically since World War II. And to maintain this uh, delicate relationship since World War II, it has opted to be neutral in the, so to speak, East-West conflict. What advantages
1: did it have through the years by staying neutral if any uh, and what were were there any criticisms of its neutrality uh, from Western powers were uh, or or was it okay for them to be neutral was it in anyone's or everyone's best interest in that case because the world is hardly no, neutral you know <laughs>
0: That's true. Well, Finland's neutrality, so to speak, set up uh, an organic buffer zone between Russia and the West, as we know the West, uh, without occupying Finland. Uh, And Finland did not uh, allow or create military buildup on its side of the border that would have further antagonized Russia in that region. So to some extent, all parties had to appreciate the delicate balance that Finland had to strike and uh, no a severe undue criticism from either side took place to fast forward to uh,
1: everything that uh, has happened in the past two and a half months now there's reason for western europe and even central europe to be fearful of russia is this is this move to possibly join nato to officially ask to join nato is this move by finland um you say it's a major change but is it provocative In any way, is it a a, a something that would would it be something that provokes Russia, namely Vladimir Putin, who's sort of point of all of all of this is is saying that uh, NATO is taking too much ground space getting close to Russia.
0: Russia is obviously very anxious about that border for very strong historic reasons over time. The Nazi uh, invasion into Russia costing millions and millions of Russian lives, for instance, occurred because there is a, no real natural geographic boundary. Uh, if, if Nebraska and Iowa were enemies, you could see how easily it would be for one to go into the other uh, quickly. And that how Russia feels itself exposed on that border. So Finland's uh, decision to become formally and officially a part of NATO is, is a striking um, indictment of the failure of Russia in its Ukraine venture, of the misguided approach Russia took to go into Ukraine. It, it destabilized the security architecture upon which Finland was very delicately balancing its interests the last 70 years.
1: What happens next for Finland for them? How do they become a member? I have to imagine that it, it involves a number of steps.
0: It's like a long job interview process. Uh, we, I guess we could basically remind ourselves that philosophically and um, spiritually they have decided to become NATO members and these steps are a necessary process that will um, proceed on a fast track basis uh, but they, they will not uh, determine ultimately Finland's uh, world view. Um, we expect the process will go uh, accordingly. Usually it, uh, in Involves um, well, it always involves uh, three prerequisites for any new member state. They must be European, so Finland qualifies. They must follow democratic principles and, uh, and support the principles of the North Atlantic Treaty, which they have demonstrated they, they have done or willing to do. And they must contribute to the security of the North Atlantic area. And obviously their presence where they are on the Russian border uh, makes them even more critical to monitoring Russian problems. than than other NATO members who are hundreds and thousands of miles from that border. So they meet those prerequisites. Uh, The process goes forward then. They make their interests known to join. And then the NATO membership sets up a a membership action plan, which is um, MAP, Membership Action Plan, which provides detailed advice and support on aspects of membership so that it can be ascertained that, in fact, Finland is understanding of the responsibilities and can bring to the the table what the Alliance requests and needs. Uh, there are talks that involve accession. Uh, there are accession talks that involve uh, the entire membership, understanding that Finland is prepared and it can accept these commitments and that they're willing to participate in the obligations of membership and that they understand the rights of membership. The, um, every every country, there are 30 NATO members, must agree to a new member coming in. But by incidentally, the most recent new member was North Macedonia, who became the 30th member in 2020. So there is a, a well-known process underway that, that's been used uh, relatively recently. And what it involves um, back home in each of the countries is that each country is uh, ratifying this decision among its populations. So even though the membership of NATO today they may say, let's go ahead. Uh, we believe Finland has met all of the objectives and so has Sweden. Then they, um, they may, they may become, so to speak, members, uh, quickly while the ratification process back in each country goes forward and also Finland itself has to ratify its new membership among its own population. I don't think anyone disputes the fact that the member states will in fact eventually ratify Finland's participation. Uh, but just to say this fast track approach would mean that practically speaking, Finland could be a member of NATO within weeks uh, and therefore um, uh, and- Sweden as well within weeks, if not months, while ratification takes place back home because that's a slower process. Uh, But it would be more or less assumed that that would happen.
1: We're talking with Hugh Dugan. He's a former U.S. delegate to the United Nations. He spent 26 years in that role. He's also a former senior director for international organizations as part of the National Security Council under the Trump administration here on the Fox News rundown War on ukraine we'll have more with you straight ahead nato is uh, it's called a treaty organization but it's it's a military alliance and and one of the benefits of being in this alliance is that if a nato member is attacked the full force of the of the nato community can can and will and, and must respond and obviously finland would would benefit from something like that but how do, does finland Have the military capability to, uh, participate in a, uh, on some kind of equal footing here. I mean, would they be able to aid in their own defense? Would they be able to aid in the defense of a, of a neighboring NATO state? Do they have that type of capabilities? Because not every nation is, is the United States and have, and have, or, or, or the UK or France and, and have that kind of military might.
0: Yes, well, the um, military aspects of membership also factor in their geography and um, uh, the cultural relations with uh, Russia and and, uh, within the region and their ability to demonstrate solidarity in the the face of adverse activity. So military capacity means more than just ships and tanks and guns. It means a resolve to be part of an alliance uh, that, that can work in tandem with other countries who do bring different different pieces of the puzzle to the table. Now, um, its 800-mile border with Russia is a very significant factor. Uh, it can be seen as provoking Russia because it is right on its border, but at the same time, we see just a few hours ago that uh, Mr. Putin has uh, more or less acknowledged that this is, is possibly a foregone conclusion, but if there is no rapid military buildup within Finland on its border with Russia, uh, that that's an ameliorating Circumstance in, in Russia's mind. Uh, if we were to all of a sudden uh, take guns, ships, planes, whatever we have, and position them right on that border with Russia, that would be a very different story. Uh, that's not anticipated at this time in the course of membership application, and Russia doesn't expect us to be doing that anytime too soon maybe if ever we don't know but that seems to be an ameliorating circumstance in russia's mind whereby their provocation might not be as as pronounced as otherwise
1: but military readiness doesn't necessarily mean hardware do they have the the, the people willing to do this are they trained are they uh, are they capable if there's one thing we've learned in these past couple of months is that uh Russia's military personnel weren't necessarily ready for this war, but would would Finland's uniform services, if they have anything like that? And I I'm a, I, I admit, I don't know. Um, would uh, would they be ready to, to do this kind of work?
0: Well, part of NATO membership involves joint military exercises, uh, sharing of best practices, um, having uh, um, commands come together to assess each other's strengths and and vulnerabilities to create a a stronger front. So I, I believe that Finland's resolve has always been strong. They've lived for generations, if not centuries, in a very unsettled political dynamic. And the people there, as we've seen the people in Ukraine, are probably hardened and resolved to do the right thing to maintain the integrity of their country and to uh, not become a casualty of geopolitical war. So I have I have strong faith in the spirit and, and the people of Finland and its government to um, to meet up to the obligations. Uh, this is not a requirement that they become a NATO member. It's a decision that they've made, and they're uh, making a very strong, calculated decision because they realize that this is a historical. Um, change to the security architecture of europe and unless they make a decision to take an action of this sort they might very well become a casualty of a larger geopolitical conflict
1: hugh dugan former u.s delegate to the united nations and also a member of the national security council thank you so much for being with us here on the fox news rundown war on ukraine
0: thank you very much evan